Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Ben, I have been watching ESPN for the last three months. <laughs> Just been Good listening morning. to our show. The morning after the first round of the NFL draft complete. And yes, of course, the drama continued. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Ooh. Be sure that one of those guests will be Dan Olavsky. Bring him out, bring him out, bring him out. It's <laughs> hard to get with Zubin. the in your mouth, and Go ahead and go Ooh. ahead and take the bow. Oh, no, it's not. It's easy, man. It's, that's, that was a layup. That ain't, you know what I'm saying? That's buckets, man. <laughs> Finger roll. Yeah, that's buckets on Dan. I mean, clearly, I mean, look, man. If you're watching, or better yet, you're listening to KJZ, you should know better to than to think that the San Francisco 49ers moved all the way up from 12 to 3 and gave away all that draft capital to go get a dude that has gravy boots. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. He's been calling them gravy boots for a while now. And Just gravy, FYI. Gravy boots? Can't gravy move. boots. You can't move. Can't Limited move. mobility. Yes. They did the breakdown last night on the draft. And, 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 <laughs> and if you listen to the draft, and I said it all along, and, and Mel Kuyper said it again last night, it's the trait of who the Shanahan family and company is. They want mobile quarterbacks. Go all the way back to when he inherited John Elway and fast forward to when they traded up to get Robert Griffith III. You say, well, they had Kirk Cousins. No, Kirk Cousins at that time can move around. I'm not talking about Michael Vick move around. I'm talking about getting away from somebody chasing you. Mac Jones can't. Booker McFarland showed some clips last night, and I just sat there and laughed at, <laughs> at my television. Mac Jones couldn't get out of his own way. He, it, and, and I don't know who it was that was on our show that created a scouting word that I'm going to use from here on out. He was very athletic in the pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell that means. That's the first time I ever heard that about a quarterback. It athletic in the pocket? In a five-foot radius? I don't even like- know. <laughs> it, 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 look, he's smart. But as I said before, they all are smart. You All of a sudden, you hear that Trey Lance's football IQ is off the charts. Well, that's all of them. You, when you play a quarterback position, to be successful at any level, you have to be able to be smart and decipher all the information and retain the information that's given to you. So, you know, I'm glad to see the young man eventually win at 15 to a team that he's going to have a hell of a time playing over the next couple of years because I believe the guy that's starting – and in, in Cam Newton is going to have an amazing year this year, but that's okay. It gives him time to develop under Josh McDaniel. But Trey Lance landed in the perfect spot. He doesn't have to play right now. He can sit behind Jimmy G over the next 24 games or so if Jimmy G's healthy. And this will give him an opportunity to learn how to play the position with Kyle Shanahan, a young football team that's ready to win now. You know Key loves to poke the bear. You know, all quarterbacks are smart. You know, all quarterbacks are like, no – not every quarterback is smart. No, there are different, all I said, there are different you, levels of smart out here. But you heard me say the ones that have success. Yes. Very true. All the ones with success well, are smart. I'm going to be a little bit enough. more boisterous than Key. Because Key was, if Key's promo was like, oh, you're going to hear the whole the whole trash talking wanna, for four hours. I don't want to kick Dan. I'll do it for you. No, it's not, it's not about Dan. Else. It's not about Dan. It's about I got receipts, Key. Okay. I got receipts Uh-oh. on my damn phone oh, from boy. people saying I got at Jaffe forty five. This is four weeks ago when so this John is Lynch somebody hit you. Yeah, John Lynch was going to to watch the pro day for Mac Jones. Everybody's like, oh, that's when it all started, mm-hmm. right? Alan, we were on air. Yes, and it was like this is it, Mike Tannenbaum. Everybody's like, they're going to take Mac Jones. I'm like, this is a smokescreen. 
don't believe this. Then Key came out and said they're going to take Trey Lance, right? At Jaffe, 45. How the hell you know they're not going to draft Mac Jones, hater? You're horrible on TV. I don't see you being on the show longer. Your football knowledge is terrible. Oh, at Sean Wilkie at Post Radio 1, NBA star. NBA trying to pick peeps in the NFL. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Get off my damn TV show. People come Whoa. Okay. Oh, how do we do a key? Yeah. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'm not even a football guy. I just watch football like a fan. I'm listening to people. That's Ether playing, Alan. Yep. I'm hot, Key. I hear you. I hear and I you. got love for Mac Jones. I, I'm happy Mac well, Jones. I don't have no love for him. I'm I excited love for him. For because him. I'm excited for him. He went to a good spot. You know, we heard last night Mel Copper saying, no, he's going to be Tom Brady-ish, not comparing the resumes, but saying that's a good fit for him. Happy for Mac Jones. But I still think the guys like Trey Lance or Justin Fields, even seeing Chicago move up for a guy like we that. We got to get to that, right? Those were the quarterbacks that Key and I have been talking about. Guys that can make something out of nothing with their feet, but still have the ability to see down the field and create plays. Like, those are the quarterbacks that are the future of the league. I'm not saying Mac Jones can't be, but he's going to be more of a system-like quarterback. Yeah, and you got to go into the right system if you are, are Mac Jones. I got Jones. receipts, Key. No, I receipts. get it. I, I, got, I got receipts, I got too. so I many that, more. I, I we don't have receipts. enough time. That's the energy we need this no, morning. No, I, I got a lot of receipts. I just choose not to use them on stupidity because well, I'll do it that for was – stupid for people to really honestly think that that's what they were getting ready to do. I should get fired. It just doesn't. <laughs> I should get fired? You know, when you, when you, for start, an opinion. For when an you opinion. start thinking about it, though, Alan, when mm-hmm. you really break it down, yes. it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work where you have this amazing young talent in Trey Lance that they've seen, touched, feel, even to the point where they – scripted his pro day, his private workout with their plays and the things they wanted to Mm. see him do. And on top of that, they asked uh, John Beck, who has a relationship with Kyle Shanahan, hey, why don't you do this since we're not allowed? We need you to put eyeballs on him and do this for us. Give us that intel. From when that trade was made, when the Niners made the move up and everyone's injury, like Jay was referencing, and we were all trying to figure out right, who are they targeting, right? It, it's it, This is what John Lynch said and when he talked to Scott Van Pelt last night. It was, he and Kyle Shanahan sat down with SVP. Mesmerized. And, and both of them, they gushed about Trey Lance, gushed about him. In fact, just listen to John Lynch as he talked about how it, just from day one, from the moment they met him, they knew he was the one. You know how it is when you meet someone who just kind of has it, you know, with Trey. First of all, I think he's got an incredible aptitude. He's a very smart young man, but I think he's also got grit to him. I think he uh, he's very comfortable in his own skin. We had heard from some people, uh, you know, because Trey's still 20 years old, I believe, for another week, um, that you'll be blown away the way that this young man handles himself. And from the first experience we had with him via Zoom, uh, to the pro day when we got to go and be around him a little bit. It just kept getting stronger and stronger. We had him on the show earlier this week. And right after we were done talking to him, we were all like the same, felt the same way, right? There was just something about him personality-wise, interview-wise, and all that stuff. And it's, Oh, I told you you had to look. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. But it was just everything, though, about Ryan it. Pace's look has changed a little bit since last night. And we'll get to that certainly again, what the Bears did and maybe bought some insurance as well. And that's certainly uh, – a huge story. So there's one story. At number three, right, was a big story. At number, was it a 10 or 11? 11. 11, 11, 11 was 11. a big story. 
We haven't talked about Trevor Lawrence who went number one. Isn't that amazing? Like in this whole draft, Trevor Lawrence is the afterthought, yet he could end up being still, of course, the best player taken in this draft. We have no idea. Yeah, what, Didn't what even we ta- we're not even talking about him. It's almost like we just, yeah, 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 Trevor Lawrence. All right, moving on, moving on. Like, it's, isn't that incredible to think about all the storylines of this draft and the guy that went number one is the afterthought? Well, because there was no real intrigue about the number one overall pick. It was kind of like, well, he's Intrigue in his talent and what I, he can do for I Jackson. do got to tell you, though, after watching Lou Reddick last night, and Lou, Lou was going that. through how play action and how it's a perfect marriage. The Urban Meyer, they ran great. a lot of the play action yes, that, the that Trevor Lawrence has ran at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Like, watching all that, you, you started to put it together. Like, damn, I knew he was a – I knew he was a generational talent, but seeing how they're going to marry these images, like these styles together, like that's going to be successful for him, you hope. Yeah. It's no, Jack- you don't? It's Jacksonville, though, man. I got to wait and see. I got mm. You don't trust it. You don't right. trust it? It's still early, though. And then, Zach, and then Zach Wilson, of course, was taken, too. Again, it, that just became, yeah, yeah, we knew that was coming, too. Like, that's just another afterthought. I kind of knew that was coming. That's a huge deal. Yeah, but it was it, – but three – and Jones yeah. essentially becomes the story of the draft because those other two guys have been projected there for several months, right? And so it was just when it happened, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They drafted Trey Lance. Okay, Wilson's gone. Now what's going to happen at three? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They just took Trey Lance. Really? Yes, they took him. Okay, what's going to happen here at four? Oh, they took Kyle Pitts. Well, right. we thought they might do that if they don't trade out. Oh, what's five? Oh, okay, well, we thought that might happen with Chase. And then things started. Yep. And as these teams started coming, you're like, ooh, he's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. All, okay. All I the know green is, room ooh. is getting mighty empty. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, as you start to get closer to New England, you're like, well, New England, that makes a little bit of sense. Okay, New England's going to do it. It buys, certainly having Cam Newton, it buys time for Mac Jones, at least yes. a little bit. And, and as Bill Belichick said, that Cam Newton's their starter, made that clear, and that uh, Mac Jones and Jarrett Stidham, he'd mentioned as well, uh, will compete for the job. The 2021 NFL Draft on ESPN Radio, presented by Sherwin-Williams. Second, third-round coverage begins tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations so there were again there were many many headlines many things to get to Aaron Rodgers thing we haven't even touched on yet and that was a huge story Trey Lance number three overall said by Keyshawn and the Bears of course as Jay mentioned very excitedly they made a bold move to get their quarterback maybe their QB1 at least of the future but will this one finally break that long trend in Chicago that is all coming up next 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 of course so you can give us your takes on what your team did in the draft. KJZ on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. With the 11th pick, my Chicago Bears select Justin Fields. The last month and a half, you know, it's been a lightning rod conversation here. It's fueled his fire. They're going to get the best out of Justin Fields. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. KJZ ESPN Radio. Up in the sky. Keyshawn J. Will, Alan Hunt in for Zubin. Feel good. What? NFL draft Shot yesterday. City? And oh. Oh, I was Jay, so happy Jay you got to be feeling good about this because we were literally, we were killing Ryan Pace yesterday, killing him yesterday. And as the draft, you said, like, you watch the draft and you're seeing, you were just saying it, like, your guy starts to slide down. And as things happened after the second pick, now it became of, okay, who's going to do what? And you started noticing who's fallen down the board. And the more Justin Fields started to slide, the more it became, come on, Bears. Like, here's your, here's your way to salvage this offseason that you've been criticized for. Just make that move. We'll, we'll and they did. Ryan, you got to give credit again. Ryan Pace and the Giants make a deal. And, well, and it, I wouldn't say Ryan Pace. I would say Matt Nagy. Nah, I feel Matt like Nagy, that was Matt Nagy's Matt Nagy kind of said, yeah. Yeah, Matt Nagy, get this guy. Okay, well, whatever yeah. it was, they, the Bears get it done. And also, by the way, let's not also discount the fact that Dave Gettleman makes a trade back. First like time. Which he's never nine done in, before yeah, and literally only drives. just talked about it weeks ago. So they deal. So they give up their 20. They flip the 20. Then they give up a future pick, including a first-rounder next year, a fourth-rounder as well next year. So keep that in mind. The Giants yeah. adding a first-round pick here, but more importantly, the I'm Bears trying to getting save my damn job. I'm gonna go all in and give you what you want, Khalil Mack too. I might yeah. have to give you that. Yikes. I mean, what? I'm just saying well, you're trying to be competitive still. Whatever, though. whatever I need to do mm-hmm. to save my job, I got to do it. I, mean, that's, I, I might remember, not even be here next year to that, even worry. Well, about that's that why. One. That's why this is significant. Pace, remember, said this is such a good quarterback room. We have coaches. We could get a young quarterback. We think this would be a great place for it, and they do. And, and again, as we mentioned, they were on the hottest seat of any front office, right, would you say? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, maybe he bought himself some insurance now by getting this quarterback. He talked about how the entire organization, of course, now is static about getting Justin Fields. We feel really fortunate to be able to get Justin, you know, in, in the area of the draft, we were able to select him. Uh, the excitement throughout our whole building, you can feel it as I walk down here tonight what he's going to do for the future of our organization. There's so much, guys, that goes into this process, as you well know, but starting with Matt and our scouts and our coaches as we build into this moment and into tonight. But I think, uh, you know, when we select the quarterback, uh, the situation that that quarterback is coming into is critical. And uh, I think we provide a great situation for that quarterback's development to happen. Let's call this Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So the move happens, Jay. I mean, obviously you love the Bears, so. I love the Bears and the Giants. It worked out beautiful for me. I think that's a a win on both sides. I mean, let's remind people that Matt Miller has been on our show multiple times and said that he's had Justin Fields rated the second best quarterback in this draft. He said that before. And I said when when we got to nine and I saw that Denver was going to take a corner, Patrick Sertain, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Like, they're not going to draft a QB. Yeah. Interesting. What, do they have something that I don't know about Aaron Rodgers maybe in Denver? You're hearing rumors about mm. that, considering what was happening last night. I said, I tweeted, I was like, Chicago needs to trade up right now and get Justin Fields. I did not know what was going to happen with my Giants, but the fact that they made that move, I do think, Alan, I agree with you. 
for as much as I thought that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace were going to be out, regardless of what happened this year, them getting Justin Fields, I think a fan favorite in Chicago. I saw so many Chicago Bear fans last night on social media screaming, yelling, applauding them for making this pick. It finally felt like they're, they're moving in a direction that you want this team to do. And Andy Doan, great, serviceable, fine. But this kid, I feel like, will be the rookie of the year next year. I feel like he is that talented. So he's going to play right away. I, in your I, think, I think he is going to play. He's QB1. I think he's going to have to play. And, Keith, this doesn't happen if the Cowboys and Eagles don't do what they did, right, at 10, because the Giants were probably targeting, right, Devontae Smith, would you say? They were uh, looking for the wide receiver. Yeah, when that's not there, it's yeah. like, all right, let's get out. And the Bears are, <laughs> will take it and jump in. Who knows if that doesn't happen, if, let's say, Sertan does fall to the Cowboys and they didn't make that pick, maybe the Giants don't make this deal. So things had to happen to set this up just right for the Bears to get their future quarterback. And as they're tracking the boards of the different teams um, and what personnel teams need and where they're moving around, there was an opportunity for the Bears to, to trade out with the Giants and the Giants could still get their guy in the 20s, which they did because they probably were targeting a skill position player the entire time. They probably targeted a defensive player that was on the board that got away from them as well. And so when you start to think about it, the Giants did, they did what they were supposed to do, which was back out, still get their guy. Chicago was smart enough to recognize they have some quarterback issues that they now have to try to resolve. I don't think Nick Foles is going to start the season with them. They'll probably move him somewhere for a, Seventh round pick or something. A team that needs a backup. A team that needs a backup. Would the Jets He'll be a good fit there? Would you think? Um, I mean, they have Zach Wilson. They don't really have a veteran backup now. Would that be a fit? Joe Douglas, some history there, maybe. Yeah, I guess but, it would be a fit. Right? Yeah, yeah, because okay. it was with him at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course that would be a good backup fit for him. Um, so when you look at it, Chicago certainly did their job, but I don't know if Justin Fields is going to get on the field immediately because you got Andy Dalton there. And Andy Dalton's going to play for you to, you know, how many games. Let's say Andy Dalton gets to that situation where, you know, he's going to – a handful of games that he's going to play. And if it's going great and you continue to go with him, and if it starts to go left, mm-hmm. now you insert the young guy in the lineup to get the team a spark but also give him some playing experience for the next head coach. Just look at, look at the future of the NFC North, right? You don't have the beautiful mystery. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, probably not going to be there That's anymore. That's a good point. Kirk Cousins, right? The Vikings, like Jared Goff, the Lions, like it, it, that's a huge opportunity, and that that, that door is open. That door is sudden, open by for this Chicago. move. Isn't it amazing yes. how you go from ext- where you feel like you guys are on your way out to you might have just bought yourself all the time you needed now, especially in that division. That's straight talk. That was the only move talk, for them to do. No contract, no compromise. Let's grab a call or two if we have a minute here. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I find this one interesting. Mark is in Fort Myers. Mark. Good, mo- good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, as I told the, the gentleman who answered the phone, to me, and this is my opinion, Jerry Jones will never win, and he showed why. He made that move last night. He did not want the Giants getting Devontae Smith. The Eagles in the same division are miles behind, I believe, where the Giants are right now. You add Devontae Smith to the Giants with what they already have with Daniel Jones, oh, why do you think the Giants then turned around and traded with the Bears? Exactly. Because their next pick they knew they could get at a, at a, uh, a higher draft yeah, pick. Kadarius Tony, right? Does that not make sense? Makes a lot of sense. All the sense in the world. 
Well, I don't think Jerry Jones is thinking about no whether or not yeah. the Giants yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, not like that, screwed but. him over or nothing like that. Jerry Jones saw opportunity to pick up some extra capital because Patrick Sertain as well as J.C. Um, Horn, Horn right. were off the board. Yeah. So at this point, it's like, well, what am I sitting yeah, here yeah. for? There's no reason for the, for the exactly. Cowboys no to reason. sit there. And by the way, again, if, if, if the Cowboys had made a deal with like an AFC team, maybe you could come up with that kind of a conspiracy theory. But it was a divisional rival. It doesn't – like, what does it matter at that point? But I love it because I love the fact that Mark sounded angry which after the draft, after the first round of the draft, you have happy fans like Sound the like Bears. A New York guy, by the way. Yeah, well, Fort Myers is probably a transplant. I figured Fort Myers, and then I heard his voice. I'm like, yeah. And, I heard, and, and the name, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know what that is. Very judgy. All right, the Go reigning Miley. MVP. We'll continue with your calls, by the way. The reigning MVP wants to be traded. Yeah, he does. He keeps saying it. And we have not even talked about that story yet, yeah. which broke yesterday afternoon right before the draft began. So we will dive deeper into that after Jay has this. Glad the Packers drafted a cornerback <laughs> instead of actually giving Aaron Rodgers right. some help. That makes it more interesting. So okay. Aggressive. The reasons to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up. That's right. Just look at the numbers. Instant Match searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description. They have 135 skills tests that go beyond the resume to help you find the right candidates faster. And according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. You heard me. So if you want to multiply your employees and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit. Breaking news and Aaron Rodgers' situation overshadowing the NFL draft. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Packers' star quarterback has told the team he doesn't want to return to Green Bay. The Packers have made it known they have no plans to trade him. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's amazing that this story involving Aaron Rodgers would be the third thing we get to, which tells you just how busy yesterday was, right? And Adam Schefter comes comes out with this report. It was mid-afternoon, 
at yeah, some point. It was at least mid-afternoon, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As everybody's getting ready for the draft, and it's sort of like, was this going to overshadow the draft? I don't think it did, but it's just an amazing thing that it just continues to perpetuate in Green Bay. Clearly, he's not happy, and the chef, the report is that he doesn't even want to return to the team this year. Jen Lada, who covers uh, the, the, the Packers, co-host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee, joins us right now. Jen, good morning. Thanks for joining us, and uh, never a dull moment with the Green Bay Packers, it seems. Oh, it was a crazy day yesterday here in Wisconsin, guys. In addition to the Rogers news, there was an injury to one of the Brewers' starting pitchers. Then Giannis went out with an injury and oh, did not yep. participate in the rest of last night's game. So it was one of those nights where uh, people were people were freaking out. What What's the fan reaction going to be like today after, when people wake up and realize, okay, Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer, but we still have two days of the draft that's left? You know, I think it depends on the fan key. Uh, We've been talking about this percolating beneath the surface here in Wisconsin since January. I don't know if it's because we've covered Aaron Rodgers now for more than a decade um, and you get used to the little intricacies of his language and you start to pick up on things. He talked about beautiful mystery several months ago. And then, of course, the signing bonus kicked in. And then, of course, the Packers are looking for money, but they aren't able to tap into Aaron Rodgers' restructure, which would have given them a ton of money to work with against the salary cap. And you just started to feel like something is up here. And we've been talking about it. Some fans have decided to stick their heads in the sand and say that it was a media creation. Mm. But yesterday, I think, was Mm. the first time that a lot of fans realized this was not something that we were creating for drama because it was a slow off season and we just wanted to, you know, stir up controversy. These two sides haven't been seeing eye to eye. Aaron Rodgers feels disrespected. And I think there is definitely a portion of the fan base that is freaking out. Some have kind of come to the realization that it is probably not going to end kindly. Um, He may, you know, end up like Brett Favre where he finishes his career somewhere else. But I actually think he, that Aaron Rodgers having watched Tom Brady do it, Peyton Manning do it, Brett Favre do it, he realizes that his reputation might not take the hit that he initially thought it would, and he's okay if it's better for him personally. Let me ask you this, though. What happened? Like, is it that they, the disrespect, I give you something, you ignore it. I say I want something, you ignore it. Is that kind of how these things came to surface? I guess so. I mean, they drafted Jordan Love, obviously, last year, and they moved up to draft Jordan Love after Aaron Rodgers had what you could arguably say was a down year for Aaron Rodgers. I think we all know that a down year for Rodgers is still better than an up year for a lot of quarterbacks in the league. But I think also that they didn't consult him on it. We could have a debate over whether or not teams have a responsibility to consult players of Aaron Rodgers' caliber. That's a whole other conversation. And you were seeing that happen in Seattle with Russell Wilson wanting to be involved in some of the personnel decisions, et cetera, and the direction the team went in the draft and in free agency. Um, But I also think Aaron Rodgers is very stubborn. And his entire career, guys, has been based on slights. You know, this is the guy who has the letter from Purdue saying, good luck in your attempt at a college football career, right? He's been motivated every step of the way by people 
who have slighted him. So people have even said this MVP season that he had for the Green Bay Packers last year was in some way motivated by the fact that they drafted his eventual replacement. So I think he's dug his heels in. The Green Bay Packers have dug their heels in. It's kind of which side is going to blink first. Now the public just knows that there is an actual conflict here. Jen, so last night they take another guy, a cornerback, and our, our producer put up this great note on our board. They have drafted nine defensive players and a quarterback to replace him with their last ten first-round picks. <laughs> that just blows my mind when you're thinking about the reigning MVP. That's been your draft strategy? That's trolling. <laughs> That's an interesting way of interpreting it, though, because, guys, from a point standpoint, Green Bay had the best offense in the league. They were top – Six, I think, in yards last year. So it's not like this is a terrible offense. Devontae Adams, as you guys know, is one of the best wide receivers in the league, if not the best. Aaron Jones could certainly make a case for himself being in the top echelon of running backs. He had Corey Lindsley, who they obviously moved on from, but he's got uh, David Bakhtiari. There are you know, pro players all around him on the offensive side of the ball. You could argue that they have gone cheaper with wide receivers and some of the skill position players, but Bobby Tunyon has emerged as one of the best tight ends in the league. So I don't know how much I buy into this idea that they haven't supported Aaron Rodgers with offensive players. Again, they were in the NFC championship game last year. You could argue it was because of Aaron Rodgers, but those guys were making plays too. Um, Look, I knew, I said to you guys when we did our mock draft the other day, I thought they were going to go defensive. I thought they were going to go cornerback. I wasn't surprised that that's the direction they went in the draft uh, last night because it was absolutely a position of need for them. They wanted somebody opposite of Jair Alexander to be able to hold down that secondary. Okay, so does Aaron Rodgers get moved before the season starts? And if he does, give me your top three locations where he will go. Yeah, that's a really great question. I know we're going to discuss that on our show this morning. What will Aaron Rodgers do in 2021? Will he play for Green Bay? Will he retire? Will he sit out and then be in breach of contract? My gut tells me he's not on the Green Bay Packers this season just because of how tenuous this has become. But if you're talking about teams, Green Bay Packers are not trading him within the conference, right? So they're going to be looking at AFC teams. Well, what are some AFC teams that even need quarterbacks you know Patriots I had on the list but they got Mac Jones last night in the draft so who are we talking about maybe the Steelers maybe the Texans you know I know the Broncos were a team that were mentioned last night as well so look the Packers are going to do what's in their best interest as well if they decide that this is beyond repairable they are absolutely going to make sure they get the best value for him and that would probably be trading him after that June 1st date so that's kind of what I anticipate happening if, in fact, these guys are not able to put their ego aside and make something work out. Let me ask you a double-barrel question real quick. What could save? Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> what, could, what could save the relationship, if anything at all, in the fact that this team is not owned by a traditional family owner, it's a public trading team, what happens when they lose a guy like Aaron Rodgers? I think it's a great point by you, Keyshawn. It is the one variable that makes the situation different than any other. You know, you talk about how an owner could hop on their jet, could go out there, could have a conversation with Aaron and just be like, hey, what's it going to take? We recognize how valuable you are. There isn't that person in Green Bay. Mark Murphy is sort of that guy there, but he is not officially the owner of the team. So I think that is something that contributes to a fallout between these two sides. But Key. Three separate trips, right? 
That's what uh, Adam Schefter reported yesterday. They made three separate trips out to visit him to try to figure out what could solve this issue, how they could you know, get to some resolution. And we thought that what was standing in the way was restructuring Aaron Rodgers' contract, that he wanted some guaranteed time on the back end, guaranteed money on the back end that would make it so that they couldn't just move on from him after this season. It sounds like, based on Schefter's reporting, they tried now to restructure the contract. They tried to give him what they believe or what we believe, you know, because a lot of this is still conjecture, he wanted. And it sounds like he still didn't come around. So that's what leads me to believe that this relationship is too far gone to repair, that the Packers kind of came with hat in hand saying, okay, okay, we got it. You're upset. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, Sorry, guys, too little, too late. Yeah, Jen, it's like usually that's when that first happened. Everybody thought, oh, he just wants guaranteed money, just wants to get paid. And then the longer it went, it's like, all right, well, okay, it's, maybe it is more than money, and maybe that's what it's gotten to. And, of course, for him, he could just be the Jeopardy host and just walk away from football. Jen, seems like you've got a lot to talk about this morning, so thanks for giving us a few minutes. Yeah, appreciate it. having me. Have a great day. All right. Jen Latta on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So you heard her mention AFC, right? More than likely, if you're going to make this kind of move, you'd get them out of the conference. You don't want to see them. Broncos, Steelers. Steelers was an interesting one. Yeah, Steelers is interesting. I'm just saying. Yeah, because then you got to cut Ben. And you got to. Yeah, you just worked his deal, too, right? Yeah, you got to cut him, pay him whatever, 20-something million dollars, redo. That, that, That doesn't work. The two teams in AFC for me would be the Raiders, and I know they got Carr, but you send Carr back and to uh, Green Bay. And I know John Gruden, would he's probably sitting there just trying to figure out how to get that done because he's never satisfied at the quarterback spot. And never. If you think about it. He tried, to get Aaron, he tried to get Brett Favre when Brett was 60. So, <laughs> I mean. But if you think about Broncos. it, though, as far as location goes for Aaron Rodgers, he was Vegas. Vegas West Coast. would be, yeah, yeah Vegas I mean, would be optimal. Obviously, Bay Area, where he's from, like that, would have really been. That's why he was better really pushing. Yeah. he was really pushing for that San Francisco opportunity because they had a winning team. And the Raiders, you know, maybe he is a guy who could kick them over the top. Who knows? I mean, but those are the two teams in the AFC that make sense, unless the Miami Dolphins. Say, you know what, we can pick up Aaron Rodgers too, and man, you, you, you can go back and go over there with them. Boy, that would be real interesting, wouldn't it? Right? The Dolphins could do it. You they bring got them all down that to South capital. Beach, and you give them that market, you know, that they kind got of... all that capital, right, from uh, uh, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. So do something with that. Yeah, they got plenty of picks that they can mess around yeah. with. Chris yeah. Greer's done a great job, yep. you know, s- stockpiling a lot of assets. Dolphins would be good. If I'm the Dolphins, though, as much as I like Tua. I'm, I'm like, yo, oh, of course. yo, what is, hey, it's a no-tax state. There you go, no taxes. No taxes we're going to play. But but think about it, though, and then you look at the division, the Bills are obviously a really good team now, but, you know, the Dolphins aren't that far away from them. No. And if no. you add him, you know, again, the, the Patriots. You just got Waddle. You just. I mean, the division is so gettable. You got Jalen Phillips in the draft. You got Waddle in the draft. So he's got some toys. You picked up Will Fuller. Uh, you, you got Devontae Parker there. Um, Plus a good coach. Everybody likes him. You got a him. young coach that's yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, mm. Those are the three in the AFC that stick out to me. Yeah, I, give I you another hate one. that as a Jet fan, but I love it as an NFL fan. Another one of your hate as a Jet fan is the Patriots, and Jen Lada brought it up. I mean, longtime executive Elliot Wolf, who was with Green Bay, when they drafted 
Aaron Rodgers, also when he won Super Bowl, when he won, um, excuse me, MVPs, is now in the front office with the New England Patriots. There's, it is interesting there. You don't think Robert Kraft no. or Bill Belichick? No. Would, too late. Why is it too late? Because it's they, Aaron Rodgers. But they just drafted. I don't care about Mac Jones. They just drafted Mac Jones. They spent a lot of money on Cam. They just they spent they, a lot of money on Cam. I mean, you're spending $15 million. That's a lot of money, man. I hear you, but not in comparison to other big quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, still, if you have a chance, you're telling me if you don't have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you're telling me you'd no, have to I'm, get people I'm, I'm in that front office. Yeah, you'd with have to Cam get, Newton and Mac Jones. You'd have to what get people go? to convince Bill. Remember, Bill now dealing with another big ego quarterback. Yeah, How would that not, work? He's not going. Th- no, no, man. She she said that would have been a destination. Yes. prior to, to the Mac, Mac Jones. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of connecting the Mac Jones. I'm telling you, going to hinder New England from going after Aaron Rodgers. It's the only three, dog. It's three. It's Miami, it's Oakland, and it's Denver Vegas. Okay, I mean, look, you know, Las Vegas. You know Bill way better than I do. I mean, so that would be a Bill decision. But I just, I don't. It's hard for me to sit up here and be like, all right, like I'll just take Cam and Mac over Aaron Rodgers, like. That's Especially hard. if you know a team in your division could get them. Yes. That would change my and you're going from, you go, I went from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's another that what, five ha- that or six years. That ain't going to happen. I know. I'm in the dream scenario. Damn it. I'm we're allowed to dream. We're allowed to be uh, in the dream portal. It's okay. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Let's take Mustafa in New Orleans. Norlands. Uh, about Rodgers and maybe the Niners. Mustafa. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's, How you what's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. All right, let me get this out the way. I got a lot I want to say. First off, want to give you guys your roses. You know, Key, you know my thoughts and prayers. I love you, brother. But as a player, you had the mama mentality before Kobe coined it. I love you. Appreciate Jay Will, it. one of the greatest basketball players I've seen in my time in college. I mean, you made me like Duke, and I don't even, I'm not even from that way. <laughs> Allen. You don't rock it. Yeah, hey, hey, Jay Will, you the man, bro, no lie. Uh, Hein, you do good with Bart, you know what I'm saying? You're not quite Zubin, but you're pretty good, and I like listening to you. Thank you, guys. Do what I can. That is all right. So, hey, I'm just filling in. I'm just Johnny Backup. That's all. Hey, but hey, with, with Bart, you're awesome. I, I love you. Appreciate it. So, look, I wanted to say, man, first of all, I like to pick with Trey Lance. It was a good, solid pick. And, you know, we can see why he's a quarterback for the future. We can keep Garoppolo. It all, it all looks good. But Green Bay, how crazy can you get? The guy doesn't want to be there. I understand he's the MVP. He's your franchise. He's everything. Not only could you get the number three pick, you could have got Garoppolo to bridge the number three pick, which was probably would have been Trey Lance or Mac Jones, whoever they wanted. But I'm pretty sure we're going to give you all a ton of capital to go with it. So now not only do you get a disgruntled employee out the locker room that's going to sabotage everybody else, you got your future lined up. You still got uh, love sitting in the wings. So, I mean, it's so many different multiple ways you could have took this. And, man, if we could have got yeah. Aaron Rodgers, whoa, you talking about Tom Brady playing the 42. Aaron Rodgers in San Francisco with our defense and our weapons on offense, he could have played. He was probably 45. They never even talked deal, though. That's yeah, the they, they, they had they a never conversation, even... but you don't really know what went on in that conversation, right, Alan? They might have said, well, all we got is a three, and they would say, well, we, we have Nick Bosa, too, and we need this. And, you know, you it just, just got go, to be too expensive. Too expensive. But it, it, if this was a different draft, if this was a little bit of a different draft, meaning like if there was like this richness of 
can't miss defensive players, I would then say to myself, if I'm sitting in Green Bay, a Jordan, a Jordan, I drafted Jordan Love. I'd move that. I'd take that three. I'd move Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. Bring me Jimmy Garoppolo. He now becomes the bridge gap for Jordan Love because I drafted Jordan Love to replace Aaron Rodgers. The only thing now is he's going to replace Jimmy Garoppolo in the mm. future. So you I still got a veteran. You got to buy another year. Then I still got a veteran to teach him. Yep. I can now take that three. If it was a rich defensive draft, so you can get like a yeah, like uh, an uh, Nick edge. Bosa or yeah, somebody exactly. a big time. All the edges went late in the yeah, first I round. Yeah, I can get me a big so, time dude. So there probably was no real value as far as Green Bay see, sees it at three, because mm-hmm. at three is only really the quarterbacks. Other than that, what else is there? And now you know, or I could have traded that three and picked up some more ones. You know, I would have fleeced them though if I was Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers, if, if Jenner's correct. Then Aaron Rodgers, is that ticked off? You got somebody, much like Mustafa says, whether it's directly or indirectly, is now toxic in the locker room because he's there and players know he don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So why, why, why do I want to be mm-hmm. here? Key, as somebody who grew up as a Raiders fan, you're saying Raiders. If Aaron Rodgers were on the Raiders. That'd be cool. <sighs> he would be cool. He would. Him and Darren Waller. Car is cool. Oh. Car is good. Wow. But Carr probably can only take you so, so far. far where Aaron Rodgers might be able to take you to the end. And I know I know John Gruden. He's sitting back. He's trying to With figure it out. those weapons? Oh, He's trying Lord, to figure it out. Lord. Him and Mayock, they got about what, they got about six years left on their contract. But their, their pick, by the way, at 17, Alex Leatherwood, the, the offensive lineman, really a tackle guard, whatever it is. Man, Alabama. he didn't even know. Yeah, I, they, they, I mean, wait, hold on, man. When they, when they made that pick. That was pick, my loser of the draft last night. It was like, on that wait, pick. Uh, this guy's. You could have got him in the second round, probably. So, right? are you like, a body language guy? Oh yeah. So you could tell based on body language and everything. He was like, his family. They like, wait, what? <laughs> he couldn't even stand up and celebrate. He couldn't even stand up and Did celebrate. I hear that right? right? Like, no, he couldn't even stand up and celebrate. Right? He was sitting there on my phone. He was like, they weren't even excited. They was looking at each other like, did they? Did they say Leatherwood or Lockwood? Lockwood. <laughs> we got Mike in Phoenix. Man, that Mike. was some funny stuff. Mike, go ahead. Mike, jump in here. Hey, Key I, and Jay Will. I just want to say, Key, big, big USC Trojan fan. I'm from Long Beach, California. Nice. I just I love you playing with the Trojans, man. And I just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, my question to you guys is, what the heck are my Raiders doing again? <laughs> Two years in a row, Arnett and Farrell, and now we got this guy named Leatherwood or something. It's just like I'm just confused, dude, on what my Raiders are doing. It's like I thought we were gonna go, you know, Chavon Morrig, or are we gonna go with that awesome guy from Notre Dame? Because you know Parsons went to the Cowboys. It's like what the heck are my Raiders doing, guys? Well, Darisaw and, and Jenkins still. I don't know. Board. I don't know what they were doing from a defensive standpoint because they signed Colton Miller back. He's a left Thank tackle, you, so I don't know where Leatherwood is going to play for them. Maybe you're moving the right. Maybe he's a guard for you. I, I, I don't know what Mike Mayock and Jay Gruden or John Gruden is thinking about or seeing. I, I really honestly don't. All will be forgiven if they get Aaron Rodgers. Oh, if we, have, well, we shall see forgiven. on that. But you know what? In Chicago is all forgiven as the Bears move up. Get a quarterback. Let's get the reaction out of Chicago next. KJZ, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.